Another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. And a very, very hearty, warm welcome to Jenny Baxter in Antibes in France. And yes, she's nice and sunny and looking all nice and warm and sweet. And I'm Melanie Walker here in Johannesburg, where it is a little bit colder. And um, we're all battling with these things all over the place. But we're going to hopefully bring a little bit of light and warmth and sunshine into your space. How are you doing, Jenny? I'm doing really well. You're looking really cuddly. Have you improved from your COVID time in bed with your girls oh the covid storm which has hit south africa isn't that just so much fun um look i'm i'm lucky that i've managed to stay out of hospital not that there would be any hospitals to be able to get into at the moment um i do have a couple of friends who are still sitting in icu and my thoughts go out to all of those people who are having a really really torrid time and even those of you who are at home and managing to um, look after recalcitrant prixies (laughs) (laughs) which is not the fun part and especially now with schools having closed down as well a bit early so it just seems like they're on this eternal holiday at the moment but I can't even take them anywhere even if I was able to get up and drive anywhere because we aren't allowed to leave our provinces unless it's for work so you know it's one of those things um, but there is good news out there the news of course which hits South Africa and everybody has been going yeah yeah including Gavin who is the owner of Solid Gold Podcast sitting there and going shame I feel so sorry for Zuma's family but what this poor man the illness that he's going to be coming down with and they're going to have to deal with. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. And it's so sweet when you when you said recalcitrant about your pixies. Did you see yesterday how, um, how everybody was going mad for all the new words they were learning when when the judge handed down the sentence? Um, she, did you see what she called Zuma? Mm-hmm. She, mm-hmm. I mean, she called him recalcitrant and she called his behavior I think it was contemptuous, outlandish, scandalous, agree, you say that word? Egregious. Yes, so good. It's a lovely word. <laughs> Vexatious and smacking of malice. So nobody knew they were going to have an English lesson, but a lot of people felt that. And did you see the Nando's joke? Oh, gosh, Nando. Yeah, how, how's he going to count those many months? One wonders. <laughs> <laughs> 15 oh, gosh, months shame. in five days. It's a, it's a great sign for South Africa, though, that the Constitutional Court is able to be independent. And, and also it shows how good opposition parties are, because without the pressure from the opposition parties, it's unlikely that his own party would have ever got it to this stage. So, um, mm. It's, it's, it's time, time for them for all to go down. They must go down now. That's it. We've had enough. The people have spoken. Yeah, some of the people have spoken against Nando's, though, because they're obviously Zuma supporters and didn't appreciate the joke. So oh, no. they're saying no more. Oh, well, let, let them have their own little thing in life and, and we will at least be South Africans, proper sufferers who can laugh at themselves. Okay, so what else have been apart from Zuma getting sentenced, Nando's, new words, uh, adjusted alert level number four. I just really feel sorry for, of course, all the restaurants um, not being allowed to open. But at least I think people have gone on this whole mission now to actually say, right, 
you would have been going out, please, they are doing takeaways, order and go and collect or get them to deliver to you to keep the restaurants going and the lights on for the next two weeks. Unfortunately, Absolutely. it doesn't really help the entertainers and the people who have been battling with this particular thing since oh, the last year and a half now. But let's just do what we can to help as many people as we can, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also a shout out to Ivan Mayer, you know, the Western Cape Minister of Agriculture, who managed to negotiate with the government that this time around wine will be able to be transported if it's for export so yeah. that at least South African wineries can stay afloat. Isn't he the one that also put out that letter about appropriation without compensation saying that all of the ANC cadres must actually also offer up all of their properties? Have you seen that letter? Uh, I, I don't think I have, but it sounds I'll like something it. he may have said. Yeah. Yep. 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 No, if it's good for the goose, it's good for the geese as well, too. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what news have you got? For I'm not learning English from you. Um, <laughs> Well, we had a brilliant piece written um, by a South African who's recently moved to England. And oh, I saw that. The, the, the guy and his, and his wife or girlfriend or fiancé or whatever, about things you need to know about being in England. Yes, yes. It's, it's Dean Boerter. And it's really, really funny. 85 things you may want to know about immigrating to the UK. And I think the main thing you may get out of it is that you need a lawnmower if you're going to have a garden, <laughs> because the, the grass grows so fast, you can hear it, but it's because yes, of all the rain. <laughs> what is it, about four or five times during it? Oh dear, sorry, in, in, in parentheses, <laughs> I'm going to have to quickly run outside and mow the lawn again while I do this. Yeah, <laughs> South Africans and their lawn mowers. Remember that guy oh. in Canada who was photographed mowing his lawn while there was lawn a tornado coming? Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh lordy, yo. Oh, and, and talking about... Um, doing weird things outside, I see that um, uh, Scar has gotten the green light. Now, we're not talking about that music that came out of London <laughs> in the 1980s. Okay, we're talking about the specials and the select hour, the Scar music, the madness and all of that. No, we're talking about... Scar Observatory. Yeah, Astronomy, yeah. not astrology, astronomy. So, yeah, um, it's, not in, it's not in Sutherland. That is the salt SALT, which is the South African Large Telescope. And I have never been there. Can you believe I've never been to Sutherland? Of all the places in South Africa. Well, I've I have good there. news for you because one of our um, frequent contributors, Alan Rudnicki, has sent us some fabulous photos of different telescopes that he photographed there last week. But he did mm. say it was freezing. So. Oh, no, but Sutherland is cold. Yeah. Ugh. No, wouldn't be doing that. <laughs> anyway, so SCAR is what? Uh, it's a South African it's, and an Australian thing, hey? It's, yeah, but I mean, there's over 1,000 scientists involved. It's basically a worldwide thing with, with you know, over 14 countries involved. But mm. the, the radio telescopes, which are to be the world's largest, are being built in South Africa and Australia. And the construction begins, I mean, they announced it yesterday that they finally got to go ahead. This has been mm. 30 years in the making. And, and construction begins on Thursday, 1 July. So it's very exciting. And I think one of the things that's really nice for South Africa is that they have memorandums of understanding with the SAN people and with Agri-SA, because a lot of the farms border the property where all this is going to be built. So, you know, not only are they going to hopefully discover exciting things about outer space that we never, ever knew, but they're also going to be helping the local communities. Oh, I feel like I should be watching Jodie Foster in contact again. 
<laughs> you're looking like Jodie so, Foster today, actually. Wow, thank you. Okay, I quite Yay. like it. Thank you for that. Anyhow, yeah, all right. Oh, by the way, did you know that yeah. it is World Banita Day? <laughs> which is great. I love Banita. I just wish that I could taste anything at the moment. Although I seem to be getting my sense of smell back slightly for the first time in 10 days. Oh, that's promising. Um, Eating food that you can't smell is really not nice. Eh? No, I've heard it can lead to, this is before COVID came along, but I know when people lose their sense of, of smell they can and taste, they can actually get quite depressed. So get your <laughs> well, smell and just, taste back. Just another thing. I'm actually, there is a way of training yourself to, to get your taste and your smell back again, which I have been working on. Because for me, smell is one of the most important things in life. Yes. And especially if, uh, well, not that I've been wanting to eat any food, but you really don't want to if you can't taste it. But keep your fingers crossed it's coming back and I can go out and enjoy a bunny chai. I really need a mutton bunny, I tell you what. Eh? <laughs> have you seen, have you seen that one crazy way that they're doing it in South Africa to get their sense of smell and taste back where they put an orange on a braai and yep. yeah, and burn it on the, I don't know anybody who's actually done it and, and it's worked. But I suppose if you're desperate, it can't kill you. Yeah, no, look, I mean, anything. If Oranges are going to be the best way to go, oranges and lemons, and just put them in your hand, squeeze them, and keep smelling everything. And, yeah, it's and the same the when you're pregnant. Way. When you're pregnant, to, to just scratch the skin of a lemon can really, yeah. really help with nausea. Huh. Oh, okay. I never did that, but we're never going to have to do that again anyway, so that's fantastic. All right, so what news have you got from expats, my darling? Well, the Tour de France is, is continuing, and, you know, I mentioned last week that Stefan de Bod had got in, and I totally mm. forgot that, of course, we've got the team from Africa, Quebec, and mm, mm. Um, they're doing great things. They, they, they're raising funds for 108 bicycles for 108 children in Africa, which will really make a difference to, to those people's lives instead of having to to walk five kilometers to school, etc. So um, if anybody can support, please do. And we're really excited for Nicholas Jlamini because he is the first black cyclist from South Africa to ever be in the Tour de France. And we've been following him every day. He is loving it. Uh, even though he was in a crash yesterday and has witnessed, I mean, there was carnage on the first day. It was Did ridiculous. they find that woman? I don't know. It was just ridiculous. Ridiculous. I mean, her face is there for everyone to see. I mean, she must be so embarrassed. Um, idiot. But, but yeah, he's, he's getting a lot of joy out of it and not complaining at all about the crashes and just loving it. So <laughs> making us proud. And then Kevin Anderson and Lloyd Harris are um, mm. making us proud in London at Wimbledon. They both advanced through to the second round. And then there's Princess Charlene, who's actually still stuck in South Africa, with uh, whatever operation or procedures mm -hmm. she's had. So she's actually not going to be in Monaco tomorrow for her wedding anniversary. Oh, shame. Yeah, but she did post a beautiful message to Prince Albert saying, you know, thank you for the blessing of our two children. And Monaco Palace is releasing a 10-part TV series tomorrow. So that's the 1st of July, 6 p.m., mm -hmm on their social media channels, and it kind of follows their love affair, the marriage, and their children now. So I've, I've, I've seen trailers, and it, and it looks really, really beautiful, you know, because, because sometimes the media can only show you a sad part, and yeah. it's nice to see from their side the joy that they have had. We need some good news, let's put it that way. And I see there's some good news with the SA family in Vietnam <gasps> heading home. Yes, they reached out for help because, you know, Vietnam – 
who was the poster child for fighting COVID, has mm. actually been battling a little with the Delta variant. And, um, and so rules changed this year, and they're sort of encouraging a lot of expats to leave, not specifically South Africans, just expats in general. Um, and this family couldn't live anymore with the uncertainty of whether their next visa will be renewed. Mm -hmm. So, um, and because of COVID, they haven't been able to work in the last year. So, you know, they totally broke and having to leave a foreign country, a country which they loved, you know. So anyway, thank you to everybody around the world who has stepped up to help them and an amazing travel agent who gave them tickets because they needed tickets in order to get the visa uh, to, to go back to South Africa, the, the emergency travel document. And this amazing travel agent stepped up and gave it to them even though they didn't yet have the money. But as of today, they have enough to to pay for those tickets Fantastic. and to pay her back. So, yep, that's Well, that's a lot of people news. managing to get home again. I mean, my next-door neighbor's been away in India for the last two years and got stuck there for quite a while, and he managed to get home this week as well. And it took him quite a while to manage to get back from India. But, wow. um, yeah, so, so hopefully... And did you know, he get the Delta variant? No, no, he actually had been uh, vaccinated already. So oh, fantastic. He hasn't got it. Anyway, so what else have we got in the way of good news? I want to keep on with this good news trend. <laughs> well, Geordie Smith, the gorgeous surfer from Durban, has mm. has been selected for the Tokyo Olympics. And it's just really sweet because, as he said, he, this, this isn't even his wildest dream because when he was a child, surfing didn't exist at the Olympics, you know. So, no. so he never dreamt of going to the Olympics. So that's pretty cool. Uh, it's beyond a dream. And Nick Shlamini is also actually going to the Olympics, so watch out for him there as well. Yeah. Um, the Drakensberg Boys Choir did the most beautiful tribute this week to healthcare workers all around the globe. Uh, they did some filming in Mill Park Hospital in Johannesburg. It's really beautiful. Check out SA People for the video. It's, it's Queen's We Are the Champions, so it's mm. very apt. And um, and then I don't know if you saw David Kramer yeah, turn, turn 70. 70. Oh, my nerves. And, and the Reserve Bank turned 100. And the Reserve Bank is another wonderful example of, you know, South Africa when it can work really well. So it's something I've, to I've uphold. been in there. Years oh, really? ago, I, had to go, I had to go into the Reserve Bank and I had to lay on this little staircase that we made of 6 million rand. And there wow. I was lying on this pile of money, which was fantastic. Oh. Unfortunately, they wouldn't let me take any of it out of there with me. It was mean, <laughs> very mean. But, yeah. <laughs> but no, David Kramer, we all sent him messages. I mean, he's like a South African treasure of note, man. He Absolutely is wonderful a legend, a real legend. He is an entertainer, non-pareil. And he's the one who really made Falskuna so famous, didn't he? Yep. yep. And they're going to be he's at the Olympics, face. remember? Yes, they will be indeed. When, yeah. yeah, Olympics. Um, I must keep an eye on that. I'm, I've been so out of the loop with everything at the moment. <laughs> oh, I Anyhow, know. so what have we got in the way of updates? Um, <laughs> oh, shame. Independent media and Pete Rampedi are being... Um, it is Pete Rampedi, isn't it? The editor of the Pretoria mm. News. Because the BBC did a report where they pronounced all these Corsa and Zulu names so well. But when it came to Pete, they said Piet. <laughs> and I thought, I'm missing something. <laughs> oh, really, yeah. oh, funny. So, um, yeah, the, the state attorney has been instructed to institute legal action against them. And then we've, we've also got on SA people 
the other side of the baboons belong story. Um, Obviously, everybody needs to talk from all sides and obviously everybody cares most about the baboons, but it is interesting to see, you know, just how much the city of Cape Town has done for the baboons as well. Mm -hmm. And then your favorite, oh my goodness, I cannot believe that every week we have something new about him. Have you seen it with the little cat licking the milk? Drinking out of the spoon. Yeah. No, man. The kiffness is completely mad. And I just love the fact that everybody around the world is just like jumping in and, and doing all of these wonderful things with him. The live looping Balkan remix and of the num, 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 num cat. <laughs> but you know where else he's been really clever as an artist going through COVID, as you mentioned earlier, is mm. that he has a fundraiser on YouTube, uh, on, mm. oh, I mean, he, okay, he has his YouTube, um, mm. and every time you click on an advert during his videos, you're helping him. And likewise on Facebook, with his uh, posts, they're all mm. linked to where you can donate money to him. And mm. so he said yesterday, you know, thank you to everybody who's managed to keep him going. He's managed to continue earning money because of his social media things i mean it's not the same as having an audience a live audience but still no have you put a thing up at all with all of the artists here who have been doing things like where people can go and watch like you know like we did with cindy alter where she has her talks to people and um who else has been doing stuff where you can actually go and have a look um arno carsten's artworks that kind of stuff so i do think that if you're overseas and you want to support local um, South African artists or musicians, then please do go and Google and see what they're doing and give them a hand because really they've been taking so much strain this last year. It's just, it's actually so sad. Yeah, no. And there are some people who are still there fighting to help other people, which is a good thing. So let's, let's join them with that. Okay. So what else yeah. can you entertain me with, my darling? <laughs> okay. Well, coming up. Oh, oh, on Netflix, we've got Jiva. I started watching it last night. So that's the mm-hmm. dance show filmed in Durban, the most amazing scenery, aerial views. It's, it's home. And We're the Millers is, is on Showmax, which is, is really good. And some other movies for the winter. Um, there's also the Euro, which has been really exciting on Showmax Pro. I don't know if you've been following it, but England is managed to not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw that Germany are out. <laughs> yes, yes. Much to Barney Simon's delight. <laughs> oh, no, that was a big, big thing. And, oh, Shannon France's out. It was very sad because the whole town, every time a goal was scored, the, you could hear the whole town screaming with delight. And then uh, we lost at the last minute. Um, mm. And if you check the site, we've got everything on Netflix and Showmax for July. And there really is a lot. So so don't worry about it being cold. You can stay home during this little lockdown. We have to stay home. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know that we've got zero people right now? Just just to give you some hope, um, Mm. after all these vaccinations, our area where we look after the extra people from Nice and Cannes as well, in the last week we've had zero hospitalizations and zero deaths. So, so pretty well, cool. Let's keep our fingers crossed that that's what happens here. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, getting out of hand. Amp up the vax. Um, and then we've got coming up, talking about artists, we've got a, a Carla Bosch, South African artist. She's, oh, she's got some beautiful pictures. She's uh, in the US, we'll be featuring her. She's living in Texas, um, I think. And an amazing airline pilot book by this guy, Robert Shapiro, who he was, he was in the, the, 
Air for the Army Air Force, whatever it was used to be called, South African Air mm. Force. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that thing, the South African Air Force. Yeah, that would be yeah. it. Yeah. No, it's not the SANDF <laughs> anymore. I, I mean, then it wasn't. Anyway, he was in that, and then he was in SAA, and then he flew for the Japan airline of yeah. the time, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And so he's got a lot of secrets. So the book is called Secrets from the Cockpit, and it's uh, pilots behaving badly. I wanted to write a book because I was an air hostess called How Clean was my galley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you were not behaving badly. <laughs> no, I was cleaning. <laughs> anyway, I have read, a, I have read a, a crit on that book and it looks like a lot of fun. So I would suggest to people if they can get hold of it to read it, it's, mm-hmm. it looks like it's worthwhile. And we're going to have an excerpt um, on Friday so, so people can get a taste and Fantastic. then all the links to buy it anywhere in the world. Fantastic. Is that enough good news for you to keep you going for another week? Keeping me going, (laughs) keeping me warm, get the cockles of my heart nice and sparkly. I'm going to go out and hang out in the sunshine because it's a beautiful day here in Johannesburg again today. It's warm outside in the sunshine. And I'd suggest anybody else who's at home and feeling sorry for themselves, get your butt outside as well. And I know Jenny's going to because she's sitting there in fantastic weather. So go out and enjoy the plage, my friend. We will. We'll Thank you so much. And we'll catch up again with more fantastic news from SAPeople.com next week. Bye-bye, Jenny. And I'm Melanie. Out of here. Bye. Bye. Thank you. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. Mm -hmm.